If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Nikki Haley is capitalizing on concerns about Trump and Biden's mental fitness. You can tell by her new campaign slogan, Nikki Haley, I can drive at night. That was the uh, best joke from all the late night shows last night. That was that was the height of comedy in the United States of America. 2024. The Democrats murder everything. They started with comedy. They don't like comedy at all. Well, happy Tuesday to you and welcome. Hey, at least we're fighting the fight, you know. I think we're doing okay. I think this year... November, come November. I think a lot of us are going to be very happy and then a lot of us are going to be riding in the streets and overturning burning police cars because the Democrats aren't really very democratic, are they? I really wish they'd just arranged to have one of their riots at the Capitol. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be We could demonstrate a thing or two. In all probability, we are at 888-630-9625. That is the telephone number here. Don't cost nothing. Turns out uh, Joe Biden knew all along that Kamala Harris was not up to the job. Knows that she's still not up to the job. That creates a problem because Joe Biden's got to step aside as president and make room for daddy or, or for somebody. And uh, it's not going to be Kamala Harris because they know that she's a cackling uh, nitwit. Nitwit? I had to clean it up just at the last second there. She's a cackling nitwit. Uh, not very bright. And uh, the uh, the story, it goes, and it turns out also Dr. Jill Biden was no fan of Kamala either. You know why, Michael? Racists. That's why, because she's a racist. What other possible explanation could there be? She wanted Susan Rice, Susan Rice from the Obama administration instead, who's a commie, just a kind of out-of-the-closet commie, don't you think? They got a lot of those, the CIA director, penitentiary, Face Brennan, and Van Jones, and and uh, Frank Marshall Davis, a lot of commies surrounding this crowd of so-called Democrats. We know they're not really Democrats, but I've got the story for you. The New York Post has it, and the Washington Post does not because they don't cover the news. They're not in the news business. Biden knows VP Harris, not up to the job, preferred Gretchen Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer. She was uh, one of the biggest hypocrites, only one of, because a lot of Democrat gubernators were gigantic hypocrites during the Chinese Wuhan Red Death period. Are we past the Chinese Wuhan Red Death period, Michael? I think we are. Some aren't. I uh, saw a guy wearing a mask yesterday walking around. Maybe he's got uh, TB or something. Maybe he's, uh, it's hard to say. Uh, Also, Biden abandons his own judicial nominee. Is uh, Mr. Faithful. Now, the judicial nominee that uh, they, the commies, put up uh, once released a man uh, and, uh, you know, put him out on the street because he's not a threat at all. Later involved in the murder of a 10-year-old. 
That's got to be a, a proud day at work if you're a Democrat, I think, because you're cutting down on the carbon footprint, the carbon fr- footprint of the country. Uh, speaking of criminals, the Supreme Court yesterday rejected an appeal by Devin Archer. Remember Devin Archer? He's not just like a cartoon figure on the, what channel is that? Is that the Cartoon Network, the Devin Archer? But Devin Archer is Hunter Biden's old pal. I don't think he's a crackhead, though. Is he a crack? I don't think he's a crackhead. I think he's he's an old pal of uh, Hunter Biden's, and uh, they palled around together. They did lots of stuff together. Devin Archer was also on the board of Barisma for the million-dollar-a-year no-show job. It's uh, good to be a friend of Hunter Biden's, especially if you want crack and Russian hookers around all the time, because he's your boy. He's your boy then. But the Supreme Court rejected Devin Archer's appeal in criminal case. What is that criminal case? The uh, friends of the, you know, if these, if this were only a Republican family, Devin Archer's name would be a household name from coast to coast. But uh, the Biden family is not a Republican family. It's a Democrat family. Devin Archer ripped off an Indian tribe of $60 million. And he's figuring he's going to get away without any time in jail. And he probably will. They're saying maybe he'll get one year and one day, but he's appealing and probably won't get it because you, don't you know who he is? Uh, so we got that. And that's okay when you're, when you're a Democrat. You can rip off a Native American tribe for $60 million and buy cars and clothes. And I think he bought a house too. Well, you got $60 million. Of course, you're going to buy a house. And Devin Archer, no thing. No big thing when you're a pal of the Bidens. Yeah, Supreme Court rejects appeal from Hunter Biden business associate Devin Archer. Uh, also, there is somebody put together a fake robocall with Joe Biden's fake voice. You think it's AI or just like an impersonator? Hard to say. Joe Biden robocall that is apparently not really Joe Biden calling dim-witted Democrats in New Hampshire and telling them not to vote today, even though today is the primary in New Hampshire. Joe Biden's not showing up for it. Uh, the Democrats said, you're no longer first in the nation because we're racists and we want South Carolina to be first in the nation and you're too white because they're racists and they are the party of lynching. So keep that in mind. You know, going back to the Civil War through Clarence Thomas, at least, and actually it continues apace to this day, doesn't it, the Democrat Party? Amazing stuff. Uh, also, I don't know if you saw this, Jennifer Rubin, They call her Gums. Her nickname is Gums. She types for the left at the Washington Post, works for Dr. Evil, you know, Jeff Bezos, who owns everything, and uh, almost everything. And uh, Jennifer Rubin, where she was on MSDNC, right, on MSDNC. And she said that all these Trump supporters are fascists, fascists, uh, and need to be re-educated. Here come the re-education camps. This is where Joe Biden's infrastructure money is going to build rail spurs, to bring us to Bergen-Belsen, uh, somewhere in the Dakotas, for re-education camp. They're not liberals. They're the left. I'll share that with you. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. Also, speaking of the fascists, um, because they're the Democrats, the Democrats are the fascists, the merger of state and corporate power, as Benito Mussolini described fascism. See the Democrat Party and their media colleagues and allies, and and they love that word allies. You know, like if you're a transgender three-year-old, uh, they are your ally because they're sexually demented, and that's another discussion, but we'll get into that. Donald Trump could be kicked off another ballot, another ballot. There's a new bill, and the Democrats keep looking to kick 
President Trump off ballots. So he won't be on the ballot, so you can't vote for him. Just like Joe Biden in New Hampshire, he's not on the ballot there. And that's the Democrat Party's choice. They're kicking themselves off the ballots. They, But not for the presidential election. Just, you know, the fix is in for the Democrats everywhere. Look, because they're not liberals, they're the left. But I, I mentioned it yesterday because it matters. And this is the kind of context that if we had a news media, they'd be bringing to the American people. But we don't have a legitimate news media. We've got a gang of chapstick using bootlicks. I'll say bootlicks. Keep it clean. Bootlicks for the Democrat Party. But Donald Trump could be kicked off another ballot under new bill. Newsweek magazine is proud to report. The state is Hawaii. The state is Hawaii. Hawaii? Yeah, sure, Hawaii. And uh, they want to kick him off the ballot there because they're little fascists. They're, and they're super stoned. They smoke so much dope. How much dope do they smoke, Michael? So much. So much is the correct answer, I think. Because it grows everywhere. It's Hawaii. And they got Oprah there growing macadamia nuts because when you get really stoned, you want to eat a lot of macadamia nuts. So the stoners are uh, saying they're Democrats, of course. They call themselves Democrats, but they're little fascists. And they're stoner fascists, too. They want to kick Trump off the ballot there, which reminds me of a story that I shared with you yesterday out of Senegal, which is a beep-hole country in Africa that everyone would like to flee. And in Senegal... The two Senegalese opposition leaders have been excluded from the final list of presidential candidates because in Senegal, they're kicking candidates off the ballot, just like the stoner fascists in Hawaii and the fascist fascists. They may be stoned, they may not be stoned. Everybody's stoned now, I think, right? I feel like Mr. Hand at the end of Fast Times at Ridgemont High convinced everyone is on drugs. But the uh, across the country, the Democrats are trying to kick the Republican the presumptive nominee, off of the ballot because just don't accuse him of stealing elections. Right? Just, don't, just don't. And changing election law in Pennsylvania on a county level when it requires uh, the, the, the state legislature take it up, pay no attention to it. And mail out ballots on ballot harvesting and um, stuffing ballot boxes with surgical gloves in the middle of the night. Uh, never mind any of that. That's all fine. Two Senegal opposition leaders excluded from final lists of presidential candidates the voice of America is typing, and I've got that for you because the Democrats are the third world. You know why? Because they're the left. And I don't know how many years ago I started saying this, Michael, 15 years ago. The left is the the precursor to third worldism, to bankruptcy, to poverty, to crime. The left, not, not liberals, but uh, good luck finding a liberal in the Democrat Party anymore. It's an amazing thing. Uh, I've also got President Trump for you and Vivek Ramaswamy and the, uh, uh, who else was there? Senator Tim Scott at the uh, President Trump rally, which was pretty darn good, I've got to say, in New Hampshire last night. It was it was really good, as a matter of fact. And I've got uh, pieces of that for you. I can't recreate the whole thing, but i got pieces of it for you. So uh, also, hilariously and predictably, the Democrat Party, which is part and parcel of the Democratic Socialists, the Democratic Socialist Worldwide Communist Organization. Remember, Vladimir Lenin uh, said, not only did he say, give me your kids for 10 years and I'll give you a Bolshevik for life, but he also said the goal of socialism is communism. Now, you can take his word for it or not, but it was one of his areas, to be sure, that and funny mustaches. He had two areas. And uh, Democratic Socialists in America, Bernie Sanders is one. He's a commie. He honeymooned in the Soviet Union with that 
wife of his that bankrupted the college, right? And AOC, she's a Democratic Socialist of America. A lot of the squad members are. They're, they're going to create death squads because we need re-education camps in America, according to the mainstream Democrat Party. And we need forced trickle-down economics that will be mandatory, according to Michelle Obama, who uh, Ivy League educated. So, you know, where do you learn to be a commie? Well, Harvard and Yale, apparently. But the Democratic Socialists are going bankrupt. They go, now that's hard to believe, isn't it? They bankrupt everything, including themselves. We are $34 trillion in debt. How many trillions has Joe Biden added to that? I think $6 trillion he's added. We used to talk in billions. It used to be a billion here, a billion here, a billion there. Pretty soon you're talking about real money. Now Joe Biden throws around trillion-dollar propositions that get spread around to their political allies like they're nickels burning a hole in his pocket. So the Democratic Socialists face seven-figure crisis amid Palestinian support. Bleeding red is the, the headline in the New York Post. And they're going bankrupt because they love terrorism so much that they've bankrupted themselves supporting the jihad. They're not on the side of Western civilization. Amazing stuff. AOC-affiliated Democratic Socialists of America face dire financial crisis that could lead to layoffs. The communists are laying people off. They can't afford to keep paying their communists. Uh, Speaking of communist and corruption of of the Ivy League, the Poison Ivy League, pro-DEI, that's racism, that's uh, institutionalized racism of, of the left, which makes it the good kind of racism, never mind that they're the party of the Confederate States of America and Jim Crow. Forget about that. Standing in schoolhouse doors. Somebody should go stand in the schoolhouse doors at Yale and Harvard, don't you think? That'd be fun. They should do it themselves. They're the ones that are good at it. Pro-DEI Yale Law School Dean is reportedly being considered to become the university president because, you know, you got to have crazy racist leftists. Otherwise, you can't call yourself a liberal. Pretty amazing stuff. And speaking of, uh, you know, the president of Harvard, Claudine Gay, her real name had to resign because of all the anti-Semitism and that that performance on Capitol Hill under oath, which embarrassed all of civilization. Well, she had to go, and a lot of it was the what, 12 or 15 instances of plagiarism, right? Well, Harvard Cancer Institute, they have a cancer institute. Are they pro or anti? Are they trying to, because they've they created this, this task force on anti-Semitism, and it turns out they're pro-anti-Semitism because the head of their anti-Semitism task force is an anti-Semite. That's, that's the Ivy League for you. Harvard Cancer Institute moves to retract six studies, correct 31 others amid data manipulation claims. I'm sorry, what? That's right. The Harvard Teaching Hospital looking at retractions, six major papers, uh, and to correct, they just correct 31 others. You know, Claudine Gay had all that plagiarism all over the place. Turns out it's rampant at Harvard. That doesn't come as a big surprise. The Supreme Court weighed in, and uh, not a happy day at the Supreme Court, and favored the Biden administration when it comes to cutting down razor wire put along our southern border by the state of Texas. It's an interesting one. I'll get to that as well. Uh, Mayhem and carnage everywhere. I'm telling you, especially in Washington, D.C., 
Los Angeles and that communist Soros guy, Gascon, and in and out Burger, LGBTQ, I got lots of stuff for you. 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, we have returned. I got a Hillary Clinton tweet that made me laugh today. God, they love abortion, don't they? They, I want to have one every day. All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Marco, calling from Springfield, Virginia. Marco, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, uh, I wanted to bring up an issue about the vice presidential candidate names and uh-huh. one that's not been brought up by anybody yet, Mike Pompeo who would be a great vice president. I mean, he is more than qualified. Instead of being a controversial person like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Stefanik or Ben Carson, it's like, no, no, we need somebody who's already been there. And Mike Pompeo would be perfect. Why do you like Pompeo? My, What do I like about him? Yeah, why do you like him? Yeah. Well, West Point grad, yep. a man that served this country. Yep. I think he, when he was in the Trump administration, did a fantastic job being diplomatic. He knows how to deal with those people across the ocean, <laughs> and he got the job done. So why not get somebody who's already done it, like Donald Trump, and they could call it, you know, to compete with the radio station, uh, Don and Mike. <laughs> that sound familiar? <laughs> uh, yeah, Mike Pompeo is a is a steady hand. He's a smart guy. He's, as you said, mm-hmm. a uh, he's a West Point guy. He uh, don't hold this against him, but also a Harvard Law School grad, and um, mm-hmm. you know, and he's a pretty regular guy. He's not he's not pretentious. He's not full of himself at all. But he's very steady and uh, and smart and and calm. And he always and he can kind of stick it to you on the you know, the idiot Sunday morning talk shows and stuff. He can kind of stick it to you with a quiet smile on his face, and uh, and he's calm, cool, and collected, which is Absolutely. nice. Yeah. Re- remember that? Absolutely. Remember calm, cool, and collected? Uh, those were great days, weren't they? Yeah, remember <laughs> normal. It's like remember normal. Marco, Marco, thanks, uh, thanks for the call, Marco. Um, Mike Pompeo for vice president, says Marco. True, West Point grad, Harvard Law, but not everybody out of Harvard Law is a criminal, just most of them. And who is this now, this college professor on the television who's so crazy she just wants to surrender to Hamas. She thinks Israel should surrender to Hamas and just get on the train cars and stop complaining. We'll get to her because she's a self-described liberal. Turns out when, uh, you know, the Nazis named themselves the Socialist Workers Party of Germany. Uh, what's the old line we should do when someone tells you who they are, believe them the first time? Is that the, uh, that's a big lefty, big lefty thing and uh, a race thing. 
usually with them because they're such racist. I uh, I know that you're also, and we we uh, we just had Marco on, who's saying that President Trump should choose Mike Pompeo, who was Secretary of State, our chief diplomat, as Marco referenced during our discussion. Under President Trump, he was Secretary of State. I think he's a smart guy. He's a steady hand. He is a West Point grad. Was he first in his class at West Point? Do I remember that uh, correctly? Then Harvard Law School, but don't hold that against him because he uh, doesn't seems that doesn't seem that they were first in his class. That's what I thought. Yeah, 1986 at the U.S. Naval Academy at West Point, uh, first in his class, which is not so bad. Then, of course, served as an Army officer. He went to Harvard Law School. He uh, joined the Trump camp, became Secretary of State. Uh, he is smooth and steady and no controversy that I'm aware of. Anyway, uh, solid guy. And I got uh, immediately I got a couple of no way Mike Pompeo responses uh, here from uh, from friends and family. And I thought that's kind of interesting, too. There is uh, a name that uh, came up this morning, Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin, now former member of the House of Representatives, Republican from New York, ran for governor, almost won, should have won, but the Democrats corrupted the election with their media allies and and so on. Uh, and he should have won the governorship there, but he didn't. I think he's a solid guy. I do think he's a solid guy. I think there are a lot of solid people out there. But, but let's get to the Democrats because they love, there's one thing they love as much as air and water. And that is abortion. God, they love abortion. They had a pro-abortion march the other day in Washington. Um, and the radical left-wing radio was was prattling on about it and going on in the MSDNC and CNN to the, oh, yay, there's a pro-abortion rally. There have been, since Roe v. Wade in 1973 was passed, was the, made law by the Supreme Court, um, there have been 63 million abortions, more than 63 million abortions in the United States. That were, you know would have been 63 million people, and then those people starting in 1973 would grow up and they would have children, and by now it would be a, a, a swing of about 100 million people. Just a rough back of the envelope estimate there. Uh, but the Democrats they want to reduce because they're the left. They want to reduce the population of the planet because they disdain people. The commies in the 20th century disdained people too, and they murdered 100 million people in the 20th century in the name of bringing about utopia. It didn't work. And now Hillary Clinton, she's got a uh, an X account, and she posted on X because it was the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court decision, Roe v. Wade, which, honestly, I learned in college from a left-wing professor was based on terribly flawed law that would eventually be slapped down. And I learned this from the guy at a ponytail, and he was kind of fun. And, uh, and he was going on about how Roe v. Wade was just terribly faulty law, and everybody knew that it wouldn't survive scrutiny. Then scrutiny finally came decades later, and the Democrats you know, they want to burn stuff down. Now, that guy that self, self-immolated on the steps of the Supreme Court and killed himself, he was a Democrat from Colorado. That was not about Roe v. Wade, though. That was about the weather. That was about the weather. He was concerned about the climate, so he set himself on fire and killed himself. Democrats. Now, let's get back to Hillary Clinton and her, her ex account. Unlike her husband's ex account, which is a completely different thing altogether. 
You know, it's on Pornhub. He's got an he's got an ex account. But Hillary Clinton, she uh, ex posted today, comma we should be marking 51 years of Roe v. Wade and the promise of reproductive freedom for all. What about the helpless little babies, the uh, reproductive freedom for them? Instead, Donald Trump took away women's rights to make personal choices and gave that power to Republican judges and politicians. How many assassins have to show up outside the homes of conservative nominees to the Supreme Court before the Democrats stop their death rattle. Honestly, God, they love death more than we love life, which is the old Al-Qaeda slogan, by the way. Instead, Donald Trump took away women's right. No, no, Donald Trump didn't, actually. The Supreme Court did, based on a challenge to the law. President Trump had three nominees to the Supreme Court because Harry Reid undid the 60-vote threshold in the Senate And you remember the turtle, Mitch McConnell, warned him at the time. He mumbled something about how you'd regret this probably sooner than you think. And then they regretted it sooner than they think. But the rules don't apply to them. They corrupt the rules. They steal everything they can steal. They corrupt everything they can corrupt. And, you know, you don't need, uh, it's got to be filibuster proof. We don't need 60 votes for Barack Obama's federal judge nominees, right? We only need which you always did and the Senate always required. And the Democrats and Harry Reid, Harry the Body Reid, he threw that out because they were greedy and selfish and corrupt during the Obama years. They they were before that, and they are after that as well. And then when Donald Trump was president, he gets to pick three different, there are three vacancies on the Supreme Court. President Trump gets three picks. They're excellent, excellent nominees, and and uh, excellent Supreme Court justices, although uh, yesterday, and I'll, I'll get to that, Amy Coney Barrett went with the Biden administration. But again, this is not a political thing. It's a legal thing. And, and when's the last time you saw a left-wing nominee to the Supreme Court cross party lines? The answer is never. Sieg Heil, they goose-step with the party at all times, whereas Republican nominees uh, think for themselves, follow the law and the Constitution, and they don't goose-step like the uh, Democrats do with one another. So Hillary Clinton, today we should be marking 51 years of Roe v. Wade and the promise of reproductive freedom for all 63 million abortions later. Instead, Donald Trump, that's a lie, took away women's right to make personal choices, lie, 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 and gave power to Republican judges, you mean to, to constitutional scholars and to serious jurists. That is his legacy. Now, this is because they're voting, uh, and they they want everybody to vote for more abortions. That's what they want. Now, with that said, the Democrats have made abortion such a centerpiece of our of our culture. And look, I, I get it, and and I think it's going to end up being, um, you know, probably most places it's been turned over to the states, which is all that the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade accomplished turned the uh, the decision-making over to the states, which, gosh, the Democrats liked that when they wanted to keep their slaves. I read about that. But they, um, they don't want it turned over to the state because they want to federalize everything because they're, they're fascists. You know, that's the thing about them. And they love, love, love abortion. Now, I, there are a couple of things I want to get to. Kamala Harris, who Joe Biden uh, thinks is not up to the task of being president or even vice president, 
didn't really want her in the first place. Jill Biden didn't want her in the first place. We just learned yesterday. Surprise, surprise. But Kamala Harris was on The View. And that, did you see the meme going around that uh, finally Kamala Harris knows what it's uh, like to feel like the smartest person in the room? You see that? And a picture of her on The View. I'm not even sure if that's true, but, uh, but that's a tough call. It is. Smartest person in the room on The View. That's, uh... So here's Kamala Harris on The View, and they, uh, they, they love abortion. What they are telling me in state after state is that they are concerned you don't go to about state. the future of our country. Sure. Um, many of us often think about the future of our country in the context of our children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so they talk about their concern that if their daughter is going to college, will she go to a state where she will have access to the health care she might need, including reproductive health? Reproductive health. That's a euphemism for, uh, you know, uh, getting the grandkids. Let's see. They, the Democrats, apparently, I think the Democrats don't want grandkids. Would that be fair to say? Because the planet, they got to save the planet from the thing. Concerned about the future, and she goes from state to state, which she doesn't do. So she opens with a lie, naturally. And uh, they're concerned, and the dimwits there are nodding their heads knowingly, like they're all in moron agreement land. And... Uh, and the reproductive, reproductive health, that's an ironic, almost Germanic, Teutonic, what's his name, Gurgle, Gurgle-esque uh, turn of phrase to refer to abortion as reproductive health. That's, that's ironic, isn't it? Now, that little bit of uh, Kamala, who Joe Biden doesn't like, goes with an NBC News story that... Uh, it was Sunday night or Saturday night. Oh, sorry. It was Friday on NBC Fake News, the network news broadcast. And uh, they had a uh, Savannah Sellers a woman go to a high school um, and talk to a high school girl. And they all want abortions. And they won't go to college if they can't get abortions at college. I don't know if anybody told them about birth control, but the patriarchy has provided you with about 14 different types of really handy and inexpensive birth control. I don't know how many times we need to go through this, but uh, try to educate yourselves, and you'll discover that the world is a wondrous place with all kinds of things available to you thanks to America and the patriarchy, which you should worship. You should get down and worship the patriarchy. Otherwise, we might take away your electricity and clean water. So here is NBC News on Friday night, Savannah Sellers. Uh, and a high school girl, ironically named Grace, ironically named Grace, sounds very Catholic, right? And um, what are her concerns when it comes to picking a college? School ranking, academics, tuition cost, all factors in the big decision of picking a college. But for South Carolina high school senior Grace, add the state's abortion laws. I'm not comfortable with being in a state that doesn't value who I am or value my rights as a person. She was then grabbed by the hair, dragged away, thrown into a boxcar, and she hasn't been seen since. That is, uh, that value doesn't value who you are. Well, go to, go to a college in a small state. You know, then you can just drive to the abortion clinic next door. How many abortions are you planning on getting in college? Now, I understand, you know, you're, you're a young woman, you're going to go, you, you might have sexual relations and all that. But again... 
the patriarchy has provided you with a panoply of birth control choices. You should uh, look at the menu. I think it's it's available everywhere except Waffle House. The there it is. So she's uh, thinking very seriously about how easy it's going to be to get an abortion when she goes to college, and uh, Mom is thinking the same thing too. Yeah, you're definitely going to want to you know, uh, knock off the grandkids before you come home for Christmas. Did that surprise you at all when your daughter brought that up? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It did. I'm like, um, the weather, you know, what kind of campus, Weather. um, sports, what are the dorms like? You're not looking at lists of which campuses are in states that are more female-friendly when it comes to reproductive rights. Reproductive rights, see, they use the same buzzwords. <laughs> yeah. And amazing. Yeah, I think about where to go to college, like the weather, you know, California, Florida, uh, Texas, where are you going to go? Maybe you like to ski, you're going to go to Colorado. Uh, no, I'm basing my college choice on how many abortions I can get. Can you get them for free? Um, NBC News. A Gallup survey shows 73% of young adults say reproductive health laws are a factor in their decision on where to enroll in college. Reproductive and health. a quarter of students ruled out institutions solely due to the political policies in a state. A quarter of them uh, ruled out colleges based on the reproductive policies. Again, the, the uh, socialist worker euphemisms that they use here. Pretty amazing. So 25%. Oh, I wouldn't go there. Because abortion, this is what has happened to them in the brainwashing, the indoctrination in grammar school and in high school, NBC fake news, and uh, the, the young girl and mom. I thought, this child has no concept of money. Grace has offers for scholarships in conservative-leaning states. What was your thought when scholarships. you did get that scholarship and into Alabama? I was happy about it, but it... Kind of made me a little bit anxious. I tried to like, I started looking into politics in Alabama a little bit more. She started looking into politics in Alabama a little bit more because she's not sure she wants to go there. I, I, I mean, honestly, if you're interviewing this young woman, you got to say, well, how many abortions are you planning on getting in college and how far? Again, just maybe Rhode Island so you can drive. It's just a small state, it's a short drive to. That's amazing stuff. Uh, at the. Uh, This is a medical student in Wisconsin, a medical student in Wisconsin, a young woman at a a, a conference, and she's speaking at the microphone. And she's declaring that when she gets her medical degree, if she can't give abortions right up to the moment of birth, then that's it. She's leaving Wisconsin. I think when somebody finds out in pregnancy... When or how far along that they are when someone finds out, Eight they months. should be able to get an abortion if they want to. And for some people, that is full term. If I can't mm. get abortion training here, if I can't perform abortions in my career, I will not stay in Wisconsin. And a lot of my colleagues who are on the same track agree. All right, thank you. That will do nothing to help our shortages. <laughs> All right, thank you. That will do nothing to help our shortages. She looks like a normal person, but her brain has been infected with the demonic disease that the left is spreading across our culture. The death cult, that is the Democrat Party. Can the rail spurs be far behind? The medical college in Wisconsin, if she can't abort full-term babies, she's going to leave Wisconsin. 
Well, Illinois is just a short drive down the road in all probability. You can you can uh, go there and uh, go full term to your heart's delight. Fear not, young lady. Fear not. Don't forget to harvest the organs, though. Yeah, it's, uh, it's true. Christopher called in and said, you know, everybody's got the right to reproduce. They talked about reproductive rights all the time. You've got uh, reproductive rights up the yin-yang, if you will. It's the other part that uh, some people take issue with, this whole life idea, innocent, defenseless life. But the left, you know, bloodthirsty ghouls that they are, they make, they make ISIS look like the Red Cross, or the Red Crescent, anyway. Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Chris, calling from Marshall, Virginia. Chris, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, sir. Calling, of course, from the front line of the heartland. I'm going to blow it up for you. I've got the, a new perspective on the problem, and then I have a proposed solution. <laughs> Nobody in the conservative party has been willing to stand back to 30,000 feet and say, why is abortion such a hot topic for the left? And I posit that the left has become a repository for people that are repugnant to the degree they have nothing left to bring to the table other than promiscuity. Threatening their ability to hump on demand threatens them with excommunication. They get pushed out on an ice floe from their tribe. Mm -hmm. That's why they're so rabid about my body, my choice, my body, my choice. Conservatives, it's a losing topic for them. But you're touching on it, man. It's all about conservatives need to start focusing on two things. Making contraception every day, everywhere readily available we need to we need to eliminate the babies that are getting murdered we need to stop the conception and then the second thing we need to do is we need to return a modicum of yes shame and judgment what if american men and mothers mothers and fathers said my daughter doesn't need to be a slut she's got better morals than that we provide her with all these different medications. All What about the Norvo ring that was the five-year implant? That was- yeah, I. Uh, how many problems the patriarchy is supposed to solve for you people? John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together... It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.